Happy middle of the week and welcome to the Four Peas podcast. This is Trunus Goggins. Today we are going to be talking about communication and planning, not the way you think, something for you to think about. And as my father used to say, it's something for you to pay attention to. We'll be right back. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Welcome back to the Four Peas Podcast. Like I said, today we are going to be talking about communication in planning. And I'm not talking about it in the way of like you're sitting down with a bunch of people and you're planning out everything. This is something that you have to do now. If you are a business and you are working with other people, yes, I am talking about that. But I'm talking about the business as an entity. I'm not, I'm not talking about it as a... Um, I'm talking about it as a singular unit. I'm not talking about it as as a whole. So we're going to talk a little bit about communication. One thing um, I did my my dissertation over uh, strategic planning in nonprofit corporations that deliver um, services to people with uh, developmental disabilities and the elderly. And so I went to a lot of companies who uh, didn't really, um, you know, they, they, when you're talking nonprofit, you're thinking that you are a company that doesn't have to worry about money. But the funny thing is, is nonprofits have to worry about money more so than profits in some cases. And so they had to, in, in, in my um, dissertation, um, especially in the state of Indiana, there was a lot of profit, for-profit competition that kind of moved in on the nonprofit gig. So now nonprofits had to take on this strategic planning, um, this business planning, all these things that you know they're not really wanting to do. They want to help people. That's what most nonprofits in this situation want to do. They want to just help people. But in this case, you know, they had to in order for them to survive and to to give the services to other people, they had to adopt uh, these behaviors. So I picked two companies. I'm not going to tell you the name of the companies, but I picked two very large companies uh, in the state of Indiana. And I sat and I talked to all the people who were in charge of the strategic planning process. Talked to this one individual. And uh, this is, uh, she, she was the vice president of finance, and which is pretty high, uh, or accounting, one of the two, I forgot. But anyway, she was talking to me and I was interviewing her about, you know, what steps do you take in strategic planning? What this you take in strategic planning? Uh, uh, how do you go about it with your staff and, 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 and all these other things? She came back to me and she simply said, you know what? I don't really believe in strategic planning. And I believe we just get our work done and do our work. And that's all we have to do. And whatever's in the plan is in the plan. Uh, we meet every five years or we meet yearly, but every five years, I take that plan off the shelf. I dust it off. And then I talk to everybody else. Uh, um, I, I plan with everybody else. She does not or did not discuss the plan with her staff. And basically they didn't, they were none the wiser and they didn't do anything. They, like I said, she put it on the shelf because she didn't believe. And that's one thing when it comes to planning, you want to make sure that the people who are planning with you believe if you are an individual, 
and you are planning a career or you're planning a move or you're planning uh, something personal, or even if you're planning something like remodeling or buying a car, what not remodeling a car, but remodeling a house or buying a car, you know what? You want to make sure that the people who you are planning with, if you are planning with somebody, you want to make sure that those individuals believe in what you are doing. And they believe that your plan is not just vapor. They, you want to believe because if not, this is what happens when you when when you don't work with people you believe or you don't plan with people who believe in you. There's a couple things. Number one, they sit there, they listen to you and they might be very, very open with you. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. And then when you walk away, they do exactly what this individual did at uh, at this this organization. They put your plan on a shelf they put it on a mental shelf it doesn't leave that shelf and all it does is it collects dust that's all it does and there are things that you may ask this person hey can you do this for me or can you do that for me can you help me uh uh can you make a phone call to someone who can i don't know maybe uh give me a a break at the bank or something of that nature if you're building a business or something and they're like yeah i got you but that plan is on a shelf. And the only time they take that plan off the shelf is when they see you. Oh man, hey, I was gonna get with you about that. I know you've heard that before. And this could be with anything, all right? This could be with your planning a business. This could be your starting a, uh, starting a family. This could be anything. This is what, this is what can happen. I know even in the, in the stuff that I'm doing now with the podcasts and the books and the and the uh, speaking engagements that I, I am doing, I know that even in my situation, that there are a lot of people that I talk to, hey, I just want to run this by you. I just want uh, help on this. And it wouldn't even be financial help. It might be just advice or, or anything like that. Oh, yeah, I got you, man. I'm going to get back to you in about a week. No. A text. No. Nothing. So what did I do? I learned from that and I learned that you have to find certain people and, and you have to find the people that believe. And once I found the people who actually believed in the project that I was going to do, guess what? It accelerated. It blew up. It moved further than what I can even imagine it moved because the people who believe, they did not stop the flow of communication. So remember, if you are dealing with a situation where you are trying to plan and you are talking to somebody, got to make sure that 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 person believes you have to make sure and you have to make sure that that person's not giving you lip service or something like that and you could tell if someone's giving you lip service you really can you could tell by the way they act you could tell by the way they respond you could tell by the way they move and you could tell by the follow-up that comes shortly after because if you're starting to put timelines on your plan and you're not hearing back or you send a text or or anything like that and you don't get anything back don't worry about it if you are telling them something a major development and they don't say something as simple as congratulations guess what nine times out of ten they don't care if you're successful or not so make sure that when you're dealing with that when you're dealing with the situation when you're trying to put out that plan and when you're trying to 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 get people in your network to make sure that your plan can get properly executed, make sure that you have people who absolutely, totally believe in your plan. Because if they don't, 
you're going to run into a situation that you really don't feel like running into. And that is the stop of, you're going to stop the flow of communication. The flow of communication in, in a lot of plans will stop the flow of success and implementation. So remember, the flow of communication stops the implementation. So you want to make sure the people that are around you believe in you and will help execute your plan. We'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. We are back. Welcome again to the Four Ps podcast. I just got finished telling you watch the people and watch the people who believe in you or look for the people that believe in you rather and make sure that they communicate your plan. And I told you that the the uh, lack of communication stops implementation. I told you all of that good stuff. Now I'm going to tell you something else. All right. You're going to you're probably sitting there during the break saying, how do I know if somebody believes and how I know if somebody doesn't believe? I'm going to tell you, you can, I'm going to tell you a story. One time I was, uh, I was working for a company and we were at a retreat. The company was, we were at a, it was a day retreat. We're at this retreat and we're trying to build team building. This team that I was on was probably the worst team, uh, that I've ever been on uh, before, before ever in my life. I'm going to tell you everybody on that team, absolutely, totally capable of getting anything done. But the problem with that team is nobody liked each other at all. So the leader of the team put us together and we had this this um, this uh, uh, retreat. We did these, you know, the games, the retreat games, the team building games and all that stuff. And as we're walking out that the weekend before I went, uh, we went to the retreat, I bought a new car. And just by coincidence, somebody else on that team bought a new car as well. I bought a, nah, it was a 2017, and I, I, I brought this car up two or three times, man. Everybody's going to want to buy this car. It was a 2017 Hyundai Sonata, and the other individual bought a 2017, uh, it was an Infiniti. I forgot which one it was. And we are parked right next to each other. Uh, we didn't, I didn't know he had that car, and he didn't know I had my car, and we just happened because of the way the parking lot, the parking lot was relatively small. We parked next to each other. And so when we come out, we're both walk, all of the whole team is walking out of the facility together. We walk into the parking lot. All right. Now, remember, I have a Hyundai. That's what I have. And the other person has an infinity. All right. This whole team, we're probably all in the same income bracket. Uh, we all had the same levels of education. We were all the same. All right. Now, here's the thing. They went over, they saw uh, the car, they saw both cars as we we're both walking into the cars and there was a compliment. Uh, they were, you know, obviously, you know, you say, oh, you got a brand new car, da, 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 all that stuff, right? So they look at the Infinity, great car, you're going to love it, that's fantastic. And the same person who said that to the person about the Infinity looks at my car and says, um, wow, that's a, is that new? I was like, yes, it is new. How can you afford it? I, I responded like, you know, and, and I'm sorry. I know that we just got out of a, um, uh, a, a meeting where we were all uh, um, trying to build a team and this, that, and the other. But my Buffalo, New York came out that time. It really did come out. I said, how can I afford it? Well, you know what? Me and the dealership and the finance company 
all address that and it doesn't need to be a concern of yours. And that's exactly what I said in a roundabout way. Uh, and it kind of shut that that question down. But what did that what did that say to me? Did it did it insult me a little bit? It really did insult me. But like I said, I am a quick witted New Yorker, Buffalo, New Yorker, Western New York. And I, um, you know, I, I was pretty much ticked off by that that scenario. I'm looking at the guy's car. He has an infinity, which was easily 20, 15 to twenty thousand dollars more than my car. Easily 15,000, Why are you going to tell him he's going to enjoy the car? And why are you going to tell me that I, how am I going to afford it? So at that point, you know what? And I'm going to take all that stuff out of the way. I mean, granted, there are certain biases that people bring in and they bring in bias for, for if you're male or female, uh, gay or straight or black or white or whatever race you are. Uh, there are certain biases that are brought into every relationship period. And we can't avoid it regardless of what we try to do. We can't avoid it. So I understand that. But what I saw right there was a situation where this person thinks that I am beneath them. And that's what I kind of heard, you know, at, at least economically beneath them. Now, how can I afford a brand new car, but the other individual can afford a brand new car, you know? And again, like I said, at that point, I kind of had a feeling of what that person thought of me. And at that point, it, it really did. It started something where I was like, okay, I have to watch what I say in front of this person because there's going to be some things that I say that will be discounted because it's coming from me. And obviously I am not well-versed enough to talk about that stuff. Well, and at that point I kind of went away and I've always, always been, I've always been the type of person to listen to what you say and the way you say it. And there are certain times when people will, uh, the, you know, it's not the words that, uh, it's not that they're judging you, but the words that they speak are judging you. And that's what you have to watch out for. You have to watch out for certain things. I know of certain people that, um, you know, uh, well, for a person like you, if you hear something for a person like you, and I'm not bringing in race or anything like that, I'm bringing in class, I'm bringing in a whole bunch of things because they always do it. I know that every race does it to every other race, but you have to watch out for words like that because if you are picking up on things like that, there are certain things, there are certain things that you will do and there are certain ways that you'll act. There are certain ways that you will talk to someone and there are certain things, again, that you will divulge. OK, the other thing you have to watch out for, you have to watch out for the people who judge you in speech. I'm going to have to tell you that right now. And you got to watch out for that because they are absolutely judging you in speech. They may not mean they they may not mean to reveal it, but they mean it. OK, the other thing you have to work wonderful or work out or watch out for is the gossiper. The person is always going around. Did you hear about this? Did you hear such and such? Did you hear about that? And they're free to tell you about what's going on in the workplace. They're free to tell you about what's going on in the family. And they're saying, well, this person here did this. This person here that you should have seen this. You should have seen that. And they come and talk to you. So remember, I want you to remember one thing. If they are talking to, uh, to you about them, they are talking to them about you. So you have to watch what you say. All right. When you have somebody who just and they may not mean it, they don't they may not mean it in a bad way. They may just that's just the way they are. They just like telling other people's business. It makes them feel important. It makes it feel like I don't know what it makes them feel. I don't know how people who gossip gossip. I don't know why they do that. Uh, I try not to. I well, I try not to gossip. All right. Because it's not the way you do it. Now, everybody has in some way, shape or form, but it's just not right. All right. You don't want to do that.
then uh you have to so you have to watch about out for the pe people gossip because um, it can really hurt you and the other one that you have to watch out for actually you probably have to watch out for this person more than you have to watch out for everybody else and that is the person who sabotages um Tommy Davidson, uh, who was on in Living Color, and uh, Holly Berry came out with the movie. And now, for the life of me, it's slipping my mind. I do not remember that movie. It was very funny. Uh, it was about a um, a real estate company uh, who had uh, Tommy Davidson was a male person who wanted to actually be a partner or a uh, he wanted to be a broker for this this uh, company, and he befriends another uh, uh, real estate uh, agent uh, who really wants to uh, have a date or go out with Holly Berry. And so Tommy Davidson, who knew Holly as a friend outside of work, he was kind of put as a go-between to try to set something up for this other broker. And they became friends in a way, but one was kind of using the other and blah, 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 blah. Well, anyway, there was another real estate broker. You guys have to watch this movie, and I forgot what the movie, name of the movie. Just type in Holly Berry, Tommy Davidson. You'll get the movie. You'll get the name up. That's what Google's for, right? And then there was another guy who uh, was was uh, was trying to sabotage because he was trying to make sure that the real estate broker, who was Tommy Davidson's friend, would not become a partner. So he actually said, hey, brother, I'll help you out. We can get this done. We can do this. And he intentionally sabotaged uh, this project and almost made him lose his job. I think he did. And then they, you know, obviously it's just a, this is a movie in the early nineties. So there's always a happy ending where they come out and do something or not unorthodox within five minutes. And then they find these other dealers and these other dealers buy this property. And then now he's all of a sudden a partner again. And they found out that the other guy was trying to sabotage and, and, and this guy gets fired and gets punched in the face. And, and, and that's how it goes. And, but it's a happy ending. No one goes to jail for the assault. And no one goes to jail for, uh, um, you know, corporate property and corporate uh, uh, intellectual property being stolen. Nothing like that. It's just that it's a happy ending and we're good to go with that. But I really did like the movie uh, and you would love it, too. But what I like what I, I'm trying to convey is not the movie itself, but I'm trying to convey the sabotage part. And we all inadvertently run into people who want to sabotage you. And we don't know where they are. We don't know when they are. But these could be your business partner. This could be somebody who's one of your coworkers. This could be your neighbor. This could be your friend. And these are individuals who are actually out there trying to make sure that you are not successful. They want what you've got or they want what you can potentially get. And so what they'll do is they'll come as a wolf in sheep's clothing and they'll say, I'm here to help. I'm here to do all these things for you. And then here we go. They sabotage you and then you are sitting there and you are upset. I hear stories about this all the time. I hear, um, I like I said, I, I, I consult small businesses and I hear that small, you know, this guy did this to me or this lady did this to me and this is what happened and this is why we have to rebuild and we have to do this and this guy did this and it happens all the time. And you have to watch out for people like that who sabotage. Again, best way to do that, watch what they say. Watch what they do. If their actions and words are out of balance in any way, shape, or form, you might want to be weary of that. You might want to do, again, like what my father said, pay attention. We'll be back. I'm going to tell you who you can communicate um, all of your plans to uh, when we come back, and I'll be right back. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. 
With Big Picture Solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're webinit. We are back. We are back for the final segment of this episode, Communication in Planning. Like I said before, it is important to communicate your plan to others, but it is also important that you're communicating to the right others. So you can't go out and sit there and tell everybody, hey, this is what I'm doing today until it's ready. There are certain people that don't need to know. There are certain times where you have to go black ops and just people don't know at all. All right. When I started writing my book, I was totally black ops with four P's until I knew that it had to be revealed and had to be released. Not because I think it, this is some really good top secret stuff. I didn't want people sabotaging my plan. I didn't want people gossiping about my plan. I didn't want anybody sitting there and, 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 and doing anything that will stop this plan from happening. And I, I love doing what I do. Um, but I will say there were certain people I did talk to. And this is how I found out who I who was important um, to, to tell my information to. And this is not just for my book, Four Ps. This is not just for the podcast, Four Ps. This is for everything. I learned a valuable lesson years ago. And this is something that you, I would love to share. Before you tell anybody what you're doing, because a lot of us are bragging. We like to brag, right? We like to sit there and say, hey, this is what I'm doing today. I'm writing a book. So what? All right? You don't want to brag like that. All right. What you want to do is you want to be able to say the person who I who can benefit from my work. And who can benefit to make sure if my work is successful, they're successful. You want to talk to those individuals. Those individuals are not only going to to keep your plan. They are also going to understand your plan and they're going to help you communicate to the right people to further your plan. OK. The other person you want to talk to is, is who is personally affected by your plan, all right? People who live in your house, they don't might not need to let, hear everything about the plan, but they need to know because they're going to be directly affected in some way, shape, or form, and you do not want to just ambush them because that happened. People who know you, people who are going to be directly affected, people who are, who are inadvertently involved in your plan, they need to know a little bit about your plan. You need to make sure that they know, all right? Also, how can you directly benefit from telling somebody about your plan? When I went and I was looking for the right publisher for my book and I was looking for the right uh, publicist to deal with and when I was looking for the right web developers and, and all that, what I was looking at is I was looking at how are they going to make me benefit? Right. If I tell them all these things, how are they going to make me benefit? And I'm going to tell you the people who I told my plan to when I showed them my plan and I and, and they and they saw the plan and they believed in the plan. They are absolutely making this work. All right. And that's what I want you guys to do. You need to know who is going to who will benefit who if I talk to somebody, are they going to edify me? Are they going to make me grow? Are they going to get take me to that next level or are they going to help me? complete my plan and complete my mission and, and, and achieve all these goals if I talk to them. And if the answer is yes, then you definitely need to talk to them. All right. And those would be the people that you need to talk to. So remember, you need to talk to the people who are going to benefit from your plan in a nice and a good way. The people who are who are 
going to benefit you from telling the plan. And most importantly, you want to tell the people uh, who will be directly affected by the plan. Guys, I'm telling you, you need to pay attention. You need to make sure that the people that are in your circles, and I'm saying circles plural because you got sometimes you have to have multiple circles, are the people that should be in your circles. And you have to make sure that the the if there's any poison within that circle, you have to you have to make sure that it is mitigated in any way, shape, or form. You have to make sure that that poison cannot come over. You need to come with whatever you have to come up with to make sure that those individuals do not sabotage your plan or do not reveal your plan to somebody before it's before the plan should be revealed. Until next time, I want to say I always enjoy talking to you and sharing this plan and I hope that these and sharing this 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 information and I hope that this podcast has benefited you and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Good night. <laughs>